Live from the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York, I'm Gianna Volpe. Long Island drivers are getting a bit of a reprieve this season. The pothole blitz that plagued the region's roadways last winter has so far not come to pass due to milder weather, according to construction and climate experts. Quote, right now I think we're in better shape than we were in the previous year. Last year was a tough year. That's Mark Herbst, the executive director of the Long Island Contractors Association, who also added that if the weather turns in the next few weeks, more damage will ensue. So far this year, the state DOT said they've received 135 pothole complaints on Long Island, compared with 171 during the same time frame last year. Lorena Mangelli reports on Newsday.com that road condition... Uh, road conditions aren't dictated by weather alone, and Herb said governments still need to increase funding to repair many local roads that are at the end of their lifespans. In the seemingly never-ending war on potholes, winter weather, and the accompanying uh, freeze-thaw cycles are particularly brutal on roads. Water seeps into cracks in the pavement, freezes, and expands under rising temperatures and melts when the weather's warm. This pavement weakening cycle is further aggravated by weather and truck traffic and potholes eventually form. Quote, the freeze-thaw cycle is the most important environmental factor to cause potholes. That's Ping Lu, associate research professor at Stony Brook's School of Marine and Atmospheric Sciences, who analyzed data from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration for Newsday and found there were significantly less freeze-thaw days at 10 weather stations on Long Island and New York City from September 1st of last year through March 4th, 2023, compared to the same months in 2021-22. The most dramatic decline was in West Hampton, which has seen 54 freeze-thaw days this fall and winter season, compared to 71 in 2021-22. Montauk had 14 such days during this past fall and winter period versus 33 in the previous year's maintenance as well as traffic volumes also play into how well a road will hold up. For instance, the Suffolk section of the LIE that was repaved last year after complaints from motorists and legislators will, according to Lucius Riccio, former New York City Transportation Commissioner, likely remain intact no matter how severe the weather will be. Quote, I'd be astounded if there would be a pothole on the LIE in Suffolk for a number of years now, no matter how bad the winters are. They did a terrific job with it. Here in Southampton, a judge has ruled in favor of a homeowner who wants to demolish his oceanfront residence. But the controversy will continue after village officials appealed the decision to try to save the Norman Jaffe-designed house from the wrecking ball. Joe Workmeister reporting on Newsday.com that New York State Supreme Court Judge Christopher Modelewski said in a March 1st decision, the Village of Southampton's Board of Architectural Review and Historic Preservation must issue homeowner Orist Bliss a certificate of appropriateness that will pave the way for the home's demolition. The ruling followed a months-long controversy over the future of the four-decade-old house at 88 Meadow Lane in the village's historic district. Southampton Village officials have argued the home shouldn't be knocked down because it's historic and a prime example of the legacy of Jaffe, a renowned architect on Long Island's East End. 
Bliss filed the lawsuit against village officials in early 2022 after the board denied the request for a certificate of appropriateness, a requirement for demolition in the historic district. The homeowner has sought to demolish the Angular residence as part of a plan to sell the property. The decision criticized the board for singling out what's known as the Bliss House for preservation after granting demolition permits for two other Jaffe-designed homes on the same street nearly two decades apart. Jaffe of Bridgehampton died in 1993 after apparently drowning during a morning swim. The village of Southampton granted building permits for the Bliss House in 78 at the same time. At the time, excuse me, <clears throat> some Southampton officials considered Jaffe's modernist design radical. Bliss agreed to a covenant requiring landscape to largely shield the home from view. And today it remains mostly hidden, both from the road and beach. And finally, just a day after holding its regularly scheduled meeting on Monday, March 6th, the Sag Harbor School Board scheduled a special board meeting for Thursday, March 9th. That's today with plans to provide the community with an update related to the Marston Street properties. The status of the district's plans to purchase four adjoining lots on Marston Street located across from the Pearson Middle High School with a $6 million contribution from the Southampton Town Community Preservation Fund to eventually develop into an athletic field has been in flux for months. Kaylin Riley reporting on 27East.com that during a public hearing on the proposed acquisition at a Southampton Town Board meeting on February 28th, a strong contingent contingent of community members who have been opposed to the project from the start, many uh, of whom live on or near Marston Street, showed up in force speaking uh, uh, out about their opposition to the project. Members of the Southampton Town Board, including Supervisor Jay Schneiderman, adjourned the hearing to March 14th rather than taking a vote on whether to disperse the funds, saying they did not feel they had sufficient information about the plans for the field. Skipping over to East Hampton in honor of our first guest this morning, Susan Verdi, joining us for the Thoughtful Thursday edition uh, or segment of this crazy edition of The Heart, underwritten by Madhu Conservancy. Crazy because we've got Cliff Black and Mike Mazzo joining us at the bottom of the next hour. Uh, they're doing a Prince tribute, I believe, at, at Bay Street. Is that is that right? We'll find out more at the bottom of the next hour, but we've wrapped this whole playlist around Prince and the uh, Princess Let's Go Crazy. Uh, looking like a mostly sunny Thursday with a high near 44 degrees. Northwest wind 9 to 11 miles per hour tonight. Mostly cloudy with a low just around freezing. North wind 3 to 8 miles per hour. Right now it's 37 degrees. Um, Beyonce, Jay-Z, Melissa Etheridge, and Donovan ahead of Paul Simon. But first, it's Queen on Long Island's only local NPR radio station. The weekday morning and midnight show, The Heart, recorded live from the heart of the East End, the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York. Call up, call up, big cry. 
This next one, I remember getting down with Angela LaGreca the summer before the pandemic at the Southampton uh, Hospital Foundation's fundraiser. Great memory, great times. Great to be with you right here on WLIWFM. Stay tuned.
snow and the flow is loco. Young B and the ROC. Uh-oh, OG, big homie, the one and only. Stick bony, but the pockets are fat like Tony. Soprano, the rock handle like Ben X2. I shake bonies, man, you can't get next to. The genuine article, I do not sing, though. I sling, though. If anything, I bling, yo. Star like Ringo. War like a green red. Crazy, bring your whole set. Crazy in the range, crazy in the range. They can't figure them out, they like, hey, is he insane? Yes, sir, I'm cut from a different cloth. My texture is the best firm chinchilla. I've been dealing with chain smokers. How do you think I got the name over? I've been realer, the game's over. Fall back young, ever since I made the change over to platinum, the game's been a rap one. Music from all decades and genres, interviews with folks from all walks of life, all morning and midnight long, all because of you, the listener supporter of Long Island's only local NPR radio station. Taking it back to one of my first favorite songs. A little more Lissa Etheridge for you out there. This is from her 1992 record, Never Enough. The crazy edition of The Heart here on WLIWFM. Tell me not to call you up Cause it ties you down But don't tell your friends You've been hanging around You must be crazy for me You say you'll see me once or twice Every week or two But there's more important things That you've got to do Crazy for me Cause when I kissed you last night In my own backyard You ran so fast And you fought so hard You must be crazy for me You must be crazy for me You don't like my hair You don't like my car You don't like my friends You met at the Be crazy for me. I see you shake your head and you roll your eyes. Your firm remark to remove my thigh. You must be crazy for me. Cause when I kissed you last night in my own backyard, you ran so fast and you 
expect you to phone do not expect anything when i catch you alone baby you must be crazy for me cause when i kissed you last night in my own backyard you ran so fast and you fought so hard you must be crazy for me you must be crazy for me From Melissa Etheridge to Donovan, Paul Simon on deck, then Link Cromwell and the zoo. You get a little bit of it all right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. I'm crazy about a woman living in a neighborhood. Well, she's the kind of woman don't mean no one no good. She got the ways of the devil sleeping in the lion's den. I come home last night and she wouldn't even let me in. You know, you're the kind of woman I just don't understand. You're taking all my money and you give it to another man. What kind of woman I just don't understand. Pretty mama, you're kicking all my money and you give it to another man. Well, you're the kind of woman to mean no one no good. You're always doing things that you should. You got the kind of woman make a man lose his brains. You're the kind of woman drive a man insane. You know, you're the kind of woman makes a man lose his brains. And you're the kind of woman you're gonna drive this man insane Now you give me the blues and I guess you're satisfied Pretty mama Give me the blues and I wanna lay down and die About a woman living in a neighborhood. She's kind of woman, don't mean no one no good. She got the ways of the devil sleeping in the lion's den. Sure, she has. She's the kind of woman, she gon' drive me insane. You know, sometimes you're as sweet, babe, as anybody wants to be. Then you get a crazy notion, and you're jumping all over me. Now you give me the blues, and I guess you're satisfied. Pretty mama. Hey, give me the blues now, I wanna lay down and die. Oh, hey, give me the blues now, I wanna lay down and die. 
Charlie the Archangel slumped into the room He said, I have no opinion about this And I have no opinion about that Sad as a lonely little wrinkled balloon He said, well, I don't claim to be happy about this, boys And I don't seem to be happy about that Time the joke is on me. Well, I have no opinion about that, and I have no opinion about me. Somebody could walk into this room and say, Your life is on fire. It's all over the evening news, all about the fire in your life on the evening news. And I don't want no This next one going out to all of you out there who, who are crazy like a fox. I'm Gianna Volpe. This is Link Cromwell and the Zoo. Foster and Lloyd, crazy over you on deck. Then a little heart right here on the heart. 
WLIWFM. Crazy Fox, double booked, the Thoughtful Thursday segment. Uh, so I'm figuring out if we can get someone on. Otherwise, we'll just give you more crazy tracks. Ah. Foster and Lloyd Hart, JJ Kale, and Hank Williams, Van Morrison, and Eli Young Band, Narles Barkley, and Patsy Klein on deck after that. You're listening to The Heart right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Doctor. 
In the craziness, absolutely nothing has gone according to plan this morning. That's okay. Rolling with it and hope you are too out there. I'm Gianna Volpe. This is JJ Kale. And you, whoever you are out there, 
you're awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLI, WFM 88.3 on the FM dial throughout eastern Long Island and coastal Connecticut. 96.9 in central and western Suffolk County. Streaming online at WLIW.org slash radio.
I can hear her heartbeat from a thousand miles. Yeah, the heavens open every time she smiles. And when I come to her, that's where I belong. Yeah, I run into her like a river song. She gave me love, love, love. She gave me love, 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 crazy love. She got a fine sense of humor when I'm feeling low down. Yeah, when I come to her, when the sun goes down. Take away my trouble, take away my grief. Take away my heartache in a night like a thief. She gave me love, 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 crazy love. She gave me love, 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 Lots of tracks from the all-music crazy edition of The Heart and lots of tracks that weren't on there. This is Eli Young Band, Crazy Girl. Baby, why you wanna cry? You and really WLIWFM. Just have to walk away sometimes. We're gonna do what lovers do. We're gonna have a fight or two. But I ain't ever changing my
I don't think that one made the cut on the crazy edition. And I don't know how I feel about the phrase silly woman. But I do know how I feel about the next two tracks. They're definitely on the all music crazy edition of the heart. And they're right here. WLI WFM. There was something so pleasant about that place. Even your emotions have an echo in so much space. And when you're out there without care, yeah, I was out. Love me as long 
Crazy eyes are a thing. You know them when you see them. Leading you into the NPR News break with a little old crow medicine show. Hollow Notes on the way out, followed by Don McLean and Danny Keene on WLIWFM. I'm just a weary soul, I got nowhere to go Where I can ease my mind, nowhere can peace I find I have a troubled mind, worried all the time They call me crazy eyes, cause I can't keep from crying With Long Island local news on March 9th, 2023, I'm Gianna Volpe on WLIWFM. A Suffolk County project to install sidewalks along County Road 39 in Southampton may result in lane closures on the busiest highway on the East End for at least the next two years. Kitty Merrill reporting on 27East.com that the county's $9.6 million project is expected to commence this fall and construction will continue through the fall of 2025 with county workers closing eastbound and westbound lanes both during the day and at night depending on which section of the road is being worked on on a rotating basis. This past Monday, officials from the Suffolk County Department of Public Works hosted an informational uh, Zoom presentation detailing plans to construct sidewalks on both sides of County Road 39 for a 1.9-mile stretch from Tuckahoe Road to Boathouse Road. It was, they said, the only time they'd present the plan to the public. Speaking to the travel turmoil, the closures may occur. Officials three times used the idiom, got to break some eggs to make an omelet. Suffolk County legislator Bridget Fleming, who co-hosted the meeting, explained that the timing of construction had been formulated to limit disruption. Jeffrey Dawson, the county's director of highway engineering, explained the construction plan officials worked, quote, 
very diligently. And quote, he said to identify times of traffic volume and adjusted the work schedule accordingly. There would always be one lane open in each direction with closures necessary due to the narrow shoulders. He assured attendees that the County Road 39 project would be completed in time for the 2026 U.S. Open at Shinnecock Hills Golf Club. In other news, Riverhead was the only town on the East End to see its Community Preservation Fund revenues increase in 2020. Two, Riverhead Town CPS, CPF revenues grew nearly 34% last year to $9.24 million, up from $6.9 million in 2021, according to data released by New York State Assembly person Fred Thiel Jr. of Sag Harbor. Denise Civiletti reporting on RiverheadLocal.com that both towns on the South Fork and Shelter Island saw PF, CPF Revenues dropped by double-digit percentages last year. Southold Town's CPF revenues fell by 3.7%. Despite the declines, 2022 still produced the second-highest annual total for CPF revenue in the program's history, $172.63 million for the year, surpassed only by the record-breaking year of 2021 when the region took in 210 $0.64 million in CPF revenue. The Community Preservation Fund derives revenues from a 2% transfer tax on real estate sales in the five East End towns. The real estate transfer tax in the region was created to fund land preservation purchases in each town, even though Riverhead was the only town not to see a drop in CPF revenue. Its receipts in 2022 were still lower than three of the four other towns, largely because Local property values are lower in Riverhead than in the other East End towns. And finally, Catholics are supposed to abstain from eating meat on Fridays during the holy season of Lent. But this year, that presents a problem. St. Patrick's Day falls on a Friday. So what should Catholics who enjoy eating corned beef and cabbage on the holiday do? Bart Jones reporting on Newsday.com that the Roman Catholic Church on Long Island, along with more than 100 other U.S. dioceses are offering a solution. It's granting a dispensation to the faithful, allowing them to enjoy corned beef and other meats on the holiday this year. Although the Diocese of Rockville Center also asked the faithful to compensate with some other penance, prayer, or work of charity on Friday, March 17th. One church expert praised the move, saying the holiday is an opportunity to highlight the role of Catholicism and St. Patrick himself in the Irish experience. This is the 33rd time the conflict has arisen since John Carroll was ordained as America's first Roman Catholic bishop in 1790, uh, according to Reverend Patrick Flanagan, chair of the Department of Theology and Religious Studies at St. John's University. It happens about once every seven years. Reading the weather in Sac Harbor in honor of Cliff Black and Mike Maz. Uh, joining us at the bottom of the hour, they're playing Bay Street Theater this Saturday. Uh, looking like a mostly sunny Thursday with a high near 45 degrees. Northwest wind, 9 to 11 miles per hour tonight. Mostly cloudy with a low around 30 degrees. Uh, north wind, 3 to 8 miles per hour. Right now, it's 41 degrees. I promised you Hall and & Oates, and here they are. Don McLean and Danny Keene. Our first featured local artist on the playlist. Um, I'll see what we've got next after that. I'm Gianna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome, and you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, 
WLIWFM. In a crazy way, I behave in the things I say. Maybe I'm too young to know the score, but there's something inside not right. Wish I could vocalize. If I scream, would you realize? Feeling like a child without a toy. I just wanna tell you everything's alright. I'm just looking at you. Say it'll look like rain What's the use? No, it's all the same Read a magazine Electric light It's keeping me from my dreams How do I sound to you? Like a fool little cuckoo too Only wish I knew What I could do change her mind I couldn't leave her cause when her sweet face shined I could believe in all her dreams and lies but I could not leave those crazy eyes her clothes just suited there's no one cuter but watch your step cause she's a real straight shooter She's got a string of broken-hearted guys That just could not leave those crazy eyes Now you hear about all those guys that hang around in bars Weeping 
about the gal that got away Morning the blues, the soft guitars Wondering what time the bar is gonna close And how much longer in their lives are they gonna have to pay Cause someone smacks you With a thousand highs And just attracts you Hardly even tries That's why I know I won the sweetest prize When I found love in those crazy eyes Tracks you hardly even tries. That's why I know I won the sweetest prize when I found love in those crazy eyes. When I found love in those crazy. Now they count me out before the game was over. Said I was all washed up at 25. But I don't need no luck from a four leaf clover. I got the right stuff and I will survive. Hey, yeah. Crazy days are here again. Say goodbye.
crazy days Cause crazy days They're here again If he wants them out of the way Crazy calls me Sure I'm crazy Crazy in love I'd say I say I'll go through fire And I'll go through fire As he wants it so it will be Crazy calls me Sure I'm crazy Crazy in love You see Like the wind That shakes the bow He moves me With a smile the difficult I'll do right now The impossible will take a little while I say I'll care forever And I mean forever If I have to hold up the sky Crazy he calls me Sure, I'm crazy, crazy in love, am I? Like the wind that shakes the bow, he moves me with a smile. The difficult I'll do right now. The impossible will take a little while I say I'll care forever And I mean forever If I have to hold up the sky Crazy he calls me Sure I'm crazy Billy Holiday, leading us into the Hot Sounds segment, underwritten by William Riss Gallery here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM, in the WLIWFM studio for the first time, Mike Mazzarocco, and for the second time? Well, since this place won. Won, right, yes, so this is, num- this is number two. Right. The one and only Cliff Black. <laughs> So you guys have a Prince tribute this Saturday at Bay Street, 8 o'clock. Yep. But, Mike, you were saying you uh, you practice a little bit off-island. 
Yeah, we were in <laughs> we were in Manhattan last night. And we had a rehearsal with our keyboard player. He lives in the Bronx. Cool. Uh, Etienne Lytal, who uh, he plays in a number of cover bands out here and original projects, but he's based in New York City. So. How goes in Manhattan? I haven't been there since the Pandy, I think. Um, they still have traffic. Right. <laughs> they they still, it still looks it the same, yeah. in a sense. You know. How's the feeling? Still no. feels the same? It, it actually felt good. I, mean, I hadn't been in the city in a long time. Right. I mean, other than doing gigs that, you know, but gigs, you go in and you go out. You, you know, for this, out. it was right. like going on the street and going to a rehearsal studio that Smelling I had. Smelling the burnt pretzels. The whole yep. bit. Yep. Yeah, I love it. So how was the show? Where were you? Well, it was a rehearsal. Oh, um, sorry. So we were at Smash Studios. Okay. And they are on 36th in uh, in Manhattan. And um, yeah, it was great. I've I've rehearsed there with a bunch of other bands, but this time we had the uh, the Elite Suite because it was a larger group. Ooh. So <laughs> it's cool. I like that you can rehearse in a studio space. How does it work? Tell me more about Smash yeah, Studios. Uh, well, they have it, it's a recording studio okay. and a rehearsal space. Okay. And it's a great location. It's minutes from the Midtown Tunnel and uh, really close to... Uh, Eddie Inn, for sure. Yeah. Any type of public uh, transportation. So, um, yeah, and um, they've been around for a, quite a while. They've, they have all these pictures of well-known artists that have uh, performed there and rehearsed there and yeah definitely one of the the and, and it's great you know speaking of pandemic that uh, a space like that still exists after the pandemic and you know the, what a great segue pandemic actually this show was one that is a rescheduled oh, date oh very nice from pre-pandemic times this wow. was actually march 18th of 2020 was the original date so almost three years to the day it's just it's a it's a uh a little um you know because i remember i can't remember it must have been like a week in or something as things were developing and the world was shutting down it, exactly and it was I, a week after quarantine it, it, and i was realizing wow this is going to have implications for a very, very long time. And this is a very, very small scale little bit. But right. it just goes to show you, uh, you know, uh, how even the simplest things as a, a, a Prince tribute show. <laughs> uh, it's Shockwaves three, three years later that we're just yep, finally just getting many... that little blip back back to where where we were. I know it's it's funny because those things happened. Like I did a show last October at my father's place in in uh, Glen Cove, and that gig was booked for May for May fifteenth of twenty twenty. It's crazy stuff. And then it got pushed to September. They canceled it then. <sighs> then it went to the next year. But you know, you at like to to Mike's point earlier. You gotta just be so grateful that places like my father's place still exist. Oh yeah, you know any of these any of these clubs, you know, like a lot of them did, a lot of them couldn't make it. You know, right. it's like it's really sad, but you know, hopefully it comes back in and its we, own way. And we always have to take take a moment to thank 
folks like Nancy Atlas and all of the musicians and folks that kept places like the talk house protected from that type of a reality. Yeah, that's true. You know, everybody did their did their all to try to keep that going. Yeah. However they could do it. And musicians. It was oh, it yeah. wasn't just it was the talk house staff, it was the the musicians, uh and and that space. I mean, that's a beautiful thing. Yep. And it was cool even back when the pandemic was happening and they were doing the shows there, you know, people were were playing and Trying to keep it going. Some people stayed outside and they did. Even when we weren't allowed to have shows, I actually became a bartender for a while. <laughs> did you? Yeah. So wait, so had you never bartended? I don't oh, know. No, I did. I did bartend. Okay. Uh, you, but never at the at the club. It was tough. Bartending was like, I, I remember I did, of course, my least bartending through the pandemic. I think I only did a couple shifts. It was a weird, spooky reality. <laughs> no, no people at the bar, and you're just preparing to go orders. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> we were doing table service, you know, small groups. Right. That was uh, the summer that they were starting to let us breathe a little and interact. And you know, you still had to walk into the venue with a mask on, and then once you get to your table, then you're allowed to. Reveal yourself reveal, and reveal consume yourself. whatever limited quantities of it's whatever so, you it's want. It's so weird. Yeah. It's weird because I met my guy with a mask on. So now, you know, every once in a while, if the, you know, we have to go somewhere and there's there's a mask, he'll put his mask on and I fall in love all over again. Because <laughs> well, I'm good. like, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what I. Because people look completely different. Oh, totally. Not to say he's not equally as handsome, but. Yeah, it's it's something about the mis- that's the, the person mystery that I. And the... Well, no, it's like that's the person, that's the man I fell in love with. Yeah, yeah. So where did you bartend? At, at the talk house. At the talk house. Yeah. Every time, or the first time, I'll say, first time I went to the talk house, I I felt immediately as at home as a bartender because. I started bartending at a place like the Talk House mm-hmm. in my college town in Missouri. Nothing like having a wooden bar, a nice old wooden yep, bar. I agree. It feels different when you bartend on Formica or something. Well, we recently did some renovations. Stop. But the wood bar is still okay. there. Right. They almost gave me a heart attack. No, they they kept it true to that old school charm the that to, it had. The better to slide a pint with, my dear, absolutely, or, or a bottle. And that building, uh, I love just sharing this fact. It's from 1832. Stop it! I didn't know that. Oh yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> it's a landmark for you know many reasons. But wait, Mike, haven't I have I had you on before? You know, we had one interview, but like, it was not in person. It was during COVID and I it remember. was wait, you have a in your band is called uh, the, wait, okay, wait. Small Little Head No thinks? Little No. Oh, no. who is that? Little Head Thinks is is Bosco Mickney. It's and Josh Brussels. Jo- Josh Brussels and that Josh is the person that I interviewed about that project. Probably. Obviously we well, love Matt. Bosco. Right. Who's but Dow. does he have a, a a connection with the talk house? 
Well, Matt is a bartender at the talk house. There it is. All right. So I'm not crazy. Okay. but we, No, you're not. But Maybe you are. Maybe a little I mean, bit. <laughs> it is the crazy edition of the heart. And we all, look, everyone out there, you've all got some definition. Crazy is as crazy does. You know, <laughs> one man's crazy is another man's perfectly normal. People used to ask, saying, uh, call me weird and third grade and i'd say well give me the definition for normal and guess what it's 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 be in the eye of the beholder but that aside well said as a third grader you (laughs) so mike so tell us more about our interview as i sit here so our interview it was a a a zoom meeting it was a zoom yeah or some kind of streaming we saw each other I, i believe so yeah you played a couple of songs i had some original tracks that i produced and Can it you was... tell me a little bit about the tracks we played? Oh, I want to remember. I want it to all um, come back. So there was a song called Bad Situation that I wrote that uh, was about my take on my wife going through breast cancer. Oh, my God. And it was a very simple song. I don't remember that this. That you would never imagine it being alluded to something so heavy. I wrote it in a very lighthearted, cute manner. But, um, you know, to kind of like a serious situation, but beautiful story. Totally. And I have to imagine that it must have been so touching for her. Yeah. Yeah. How is she now? She's great. She's feeling good. Absolutely. This was she was. How are we? Where where are we? Here's here's a marker for for where we are in the journey. She just gave birth to our daughter. (gasps) She was eight months old when she was diagnosed, and uh, my wife was the age of 30. And now my daughter just turned 11 last August. Oh, my God. And uh, she'll be 12 this year. And uh, she's definitely past the the five-year mark, well past the five-year mark. So, um definitely uh, uh you got, you a got great... other things to focus on now you've got a tweenager <laughs> yep. yeah which is that's that's a heck of a thing but i'm sure she's an awesome person she is awesome human being definitely one of the uh blessings in my life oh yeah what are some other ones besides your wife of course uh, of course uh what are some other ones um, I'm really grateful that I met Cliff. Oh, <laughs> samezies. <laughs> talk about Legends of the Talk House. I remember the first time he told me about how integral he was to the Talk House being the, uh, you know, uh, standout venue of Long Island. Uh, other other than... Uh, well, it became one. My, my father's place because of Cliff. He was definitely one of the monumental foundational components to it being what it is. Mm-hmm. He totally set the tone for the concept. And Cliff, correct me if I'm wrong, but that really wasn't the the master plan when Peter kind of took it over. Well, when when they got when we got the when we got the bar, it was a bar. There was no music at the talk house. Do, do you remember? Yeah. I, I vaguely remember the story that Peter told me about the day that he took over. I got to get Peter in here so, one of these days. You know, and, and fill in the gaps because I, I wasn't there, but he was 
at a point in his writing career where he wasn't really Peter was Peter. Yeah, Peter wrote a novel and and he it never really okay. Well, never then really, that's it. Never so, really took off. Well, guess what? We're gonna at least have a segment about it one of these days if he so allows. I'm sure he would. Okay, cool. You know? Oh yeah, he loves telling stories. You right. can have a whole I can't series wait. with I him, can't and wait. you would probably I've love always, every second of it. I've always like it. felt um like a a kinship. But I've never chatted him up just because uh, he he reminds me also of my boss from the Blue Fugue, which was the bar that I started at. Saturday night bartender, three college town, bar venue, books lining the walls. Uh, we partied way into the morning after the bar, the bar shut down. The staff would c- keep the party sure. going. Well done. The good Yeah. The good old <laughs> days uh, back at the Blue Fugue. And he reminds me of my bosses there. You know, uh, men of few words sometimes, but you know there's a lot going on. I love my emails with him. (laughs) No punctuation, no capitalization. And if it's more than one line, it's a lot. Yes. Right, you're right. But he communicates exactly what needs to be said. Yes. I love people like that. And And so I've never had a conversation with him strictly because... I like him, and I'm like, <laughs> we're gonna be friends one day, and I, I can tell. Like when I come, I'm like, I think he recognizes me. I'm not sure, but also we're gonna. It's it's a. I'm playing the long game here with Peter. Right. <laughs> so that's all right. So well, the, so gratitude. So here he is. So he is at the, uh, at the a low point after his novel didn't come to fruition right and so he i I think he was at the bar of the street from it and someone said why don't you buy the talk house right and he said "Ah, that's a good idea and then put together the partners that bought it and And the rest is history they they bought it and for me i mean i was the first person to play there you know of you know the first music. It's the that only was in there. person who can say that. I know, and and <clears throat> also the person that, that that said that there should be music there. It's yeah, so because cool. there was no place. There was no place to play out there. Really, I mean, you know, you used to play down the street, you know, but it wasn't a music venue. And was that what a crossroads? Well, no. Back in the back in the day, where Astro Pizza is. Oh, Astro Pizza used to be a, a bar called Snuggler's Cove. I've heard of. I've and heard Snuggler's of Cove <clears throat> was the only place at that point in time where there actually was music in Amagansett. It's just crazy. And it was a small place, maybe one of the rooms as big as this, <clears throat> and we used to play in the window, like just play to the crowd. So. That was the only place that there was music. Fast and forward. Every, and everybody played there. I mean, people came in. Paul Simon came in there. You know, oh, just showed me? up. Yeah, just walked into Stop the bar, it. you know. A couple other people came in there. and Did you see him? Did you see Paul Simon play? Yeah, I didn't <gasps> see him play. He didn't oh. play. He just came in. Oh. You know, those guys just came in to, to check out, have a drink or whatever, you know. Yeah. But they would stay and listen to the, listen to the, the music, whatever it was. Imagine know? Paul Simon's listening to you play. Ooh, I can't. Oh, I know some of the scary. One of the scariest ones for me was I. I opened up for Leon Russell <gasps> at the Talk House, acoustically. 
and Greg Allman was in the audience. And I was like, oh, wow. That's nuts. <laughs> you know? That's yeah. nuts. One of my favorite stories about the talk house has to do with Leon Russell. Tell us, please. So he was a very quiet man. He just scootered on a little moped from the bus. Which, as we've already discussed, a lot of the, the greatest folks out there are. <laughs> the quiet ones. So he wheeled himself to the door, the stage door, and hobbled over to his piano. Sat down, played his whole set, choreographed, just timed to perfection like he did every night. Then at the end, he would say, thank you, good night, and he'd leave. And I must have done close to a dozen shows with him. But then he had his whole recognition with Elton John and the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, they made the record. Right. They had some <laughs> El kind Elton of... Elton and Leon made, made a record. And it gave him this resurgence of life to not only his career, but also to, to his attitude. So he came into the club again, mopeded over to the stage, hobbled over to his piano, plays for about 15 minutes, just like he always does. And then he stopped and he spoke to the crowd for the first time. Yeah, I remember that. And, and he says... I really like playing at the Stephen Talk House. It's just like my living room, except a whole lot smaller. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that was worth all the time that it took for him to open his mouth to these people. Yep. Speaking of which, are you guys going to be talking between... Songs at the at Bay Street this Saturday when you a little do the bit, Prince a little tribute. bit. There'll be a couple of uh, uh, smoother transitions and medleys, but there'll there'll definitely be a little bit of um, uh, history, a little bit of uh, paying homage to Prince, not only as a performer but a songwriter. I just found out that I mean I'm I'm in no way an authority on Prince, but I'm definitely a fan. So tell us. So I tell didn't know things. that he wrote Manic Monday. Right? I know. I didn't know that I either. didn't know that. I didn't know that until like a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Manic Monday. He wrote, he wrote that. He wrote a lot of songs that you wouldn't right? know that he wrote. One more commonly known one that he he uh, wrote was Nothing Compares to You by oh, Sinead O'Connor. I didn't right. know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So while I was kind of doing my due diligence and researching his version trying to figure out which one we're going to do. I found out all these other songs that he was covering, and I'm like, why is he covering Manic Monday? I'm because like, Hold he wrote on. it. There's yeah. got to be a, a story the behind him right, covering Manic Monday. And, yeah, he that's because it's his song, and okay, he so, can do whatever he wants with so it. So there is uh, BS surrounding his estate? Did he not write a will or something like that? Something strange. I don't know. There's something, something strange that happened, but There's I don't know what it is. There's something strange in the music world. Yeah. Yeah. It's always something strange <laughs> in the call music world. Your attorney. <laughs> Make sure you have your affairs in order, my friends, no matter what your age may That's be. Right. Because stuff gets weird after we're stuff not. Stuff gets weird. After we're stuff not. Stuff gets on weird the anyway. That's true. <laughs> And stuff's going to get weird this Saturday night at at Bay Street <laughs> Theater. Speaking of of uh, you know decades later and so many 
more incredible places to play than Once Upon a Time, although I really liked those stories of the Cove. Um, Bay Street, a beautiful space. You can see the, the stage perfectly, no matter where you sit. And the lighting always, I just, I look Top at the, notch. I look at the lighting rig and I'm like, dang. Yeah. You know, I found out some more history about Bay Street Theater. Uh, I've heard recently, I found out it was a roller rink. Oh, I did not know this. I, well before it was a music venue. Um, I I knew that James Addiction played there when it was a nightclub, as well as Stop it. the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Stop it! And I was doing a theatrical production at the Staller Center in Stony Brook. Oh, I hear such great things. Great place. Great place. Awesome sound system they recently uh, upgraded to a couple of years back. And it was... Kristen Chenoweth was the performer from Wicked. I didn't know them. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So she's the, the blonde I actress. Her? No. I interviewed someone from Wicked. It was a great interview. I don't think it was her. Well, she had her um, musical director sitting next to me, and him and I were chatting, and I mentioned that I work out at Bay Street Theater, among other places. And he said, Oh, I used to work at Bay Street Theater years ago. Stop it. Small world getting yeah, back smaller in the every day. Early 2000s. And he told me that there was the um, some kind of dedication performance that was uh, to John Steinbeck's wife, oh, who I think was fundamental yes. to the theater taking that the space. Okay. Right. And... He told me, oh, Bruce Springsteen was performing that night with, because, yeah, wow. I'm like, wow. The boss. And ironically enough, I recently found out, and I've never confirmed this 100%, but there is a rumor that Prince played there once. Okay. So we've come full circle with Mike Maz and our entertainment history lesson. <laughs> I know you guys wanted to play something. Do you want to play Let's Go Crazy? What do you um, want to do? Uh, you know what? Um, Tell me what you want to do. Because we're getting close. I, have this I gotta nice get... purple shirt on. Why don't we do purple rain? Oh, yeah. purple rain. Okay. I am all about it. Do you remember that one? I remember it. All right, good. All right, they're going to get their guitars. Mike Masrocco and Cliff Black in the latest edition of the Big Ass Desk concert on WLIWFM. Purple rain. Never meant to cause you anything. Never meant to cause you anything. Only wanted one time to 
live from the WLIWFM studio, Mike Mazzarocco and Cliff Black performing the title track to Prince and the Revolution's Purple Rain record of 1984. A nice taste of what is ahead for all those who check out the Kissed by a Prince tribute show this Saturday night at Bay Street Theater, baystreet.org for tickets. Um, We definitely got a nice little note from the one and only Jimmy Lawler. Great show. Two great guys. Talent pouring out, bringing us all up. Thank you, Gianna, Cliff, and Mike. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy. And thank all of you, listeners, supporters of WLIWFM out there. I'm Gianna Volpe. I got to give a big thank you to all of our guests this morning. Oh, wait. Both of our guests this morning, Mike Mazzarocco and Cliff Black, as well as our underwriters, uh, Madhu Conservancy and William Risk Gallery, and all of you listener supporters of WLIWFM out there. I'm Gianna Volpe. This is Prince and the Revolution, and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome, and you're listening to WLIWFM. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else. The afterworld. A world of never-ending happiness. You can always see the sun. Day or night. So when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one, Dr. Everything will be alright.
Perfect. All right, with 15 seconds to go, we got to give a shout to the other performers at Bay Street this weekend. So we have Donette Darden on lead vocals, Papa King Correa on percussion, Kevin Santa Croce on drums, Cliff Black on bass, Michael Maserati.